재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵. We've got our global family back in the studio. Our little week. Weekly look at uh, how worlds collide and interface in the form of international marriage. Our international couples are a Spanish wife and a Korean husband by the name of Anne and Juan Sok, and a Mexican husband and a Korean wife by the names of Marco and Hannah. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. Let's start with that question of the week that I just threw out to the listeners a moment ago. Maybe they're getting their texting fingers ready. Um, The most memorable part of these Olympic Games. Are you guys still in the afterglow of the Olympics, or have you just moved on to other stuff? Uh, Moved on. Moved on. (laughs) (laughs) You've got kids and a coffee shop to run. But what do you remember the most? Now that we've gotten maybe, what, three, four days away, you know, some of the stuff fades. Well, well, there were many, many, many scenes to to memorize, uh, to Uh, remember, but I think I like the most the uh, skeleton when mm-hmm. in Sol- on Solat Iron Man on uh-huh, Solat. Iron Man, yeah, because my kid loved him. Yeah, we were yeah, watching that together. He had Iron Man, so it was very very good. Uh, you know, I think that synergy between the Iron Man character and the Olympic Games is. Sort of unmind. Mm-hmm. I would think if I were the Marvel characters or the 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 Superman characters, the various sort of fantasy worlds out there, yeah. I would be more aggressively hooking up with Olympic athletes, <laughs> you know, yeah, I agree uh, and that. doing co-branding mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Juanzo, what stuck out for you the most? What did you get uh, the most memorable moment out of during the Pyeongchang Games? Yeah, I I remember too the about skeleton also the curling. Yeah, yeah, it was very popular and the the many people liked the team Kim. Yeah. The team Kim, the the story behind them and their charisma and their sort of on on ice performance was just awesome. Um, I I hope they come and they encourage the wheelchair curlers that are going to do mm. the Paralympic Games. Mm. That would be a really nice moment. If I were their PR representative, mm. I would say, ladies, this is a great thing for you to do. So, you know, I, I would like to encourage them to do that. Anne? I, I like the ice skating, the unification team. Uh-huh. Because in the beginning, it was very polemic. You mean hockey, right? Yeah, the hockey. Okay. Mm. The, the, the hockey team, because in the beginning, it was very polemic. They... Mm-hmm. Uh, many people were against that, but in the end, uh, when they had to say goodbye, like the South Koreans and North Korean athletes, they were crying. It w- it was very emotional, so I yeah. like that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, once they've gotten over some of the hardships, I think that whole hockey team was a little microcosm of unification. Right? Some people are going to have to give up. Some people are going to have to, m- mm-hmm. you know, make way, give up their time on the ice. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like a model for what this whole country will be like if and when it reunifies. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to have to sacrifice and suffer mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. and they're going to have to blend destinies. Mm-hmm. Did I, I ask you what your favorite part was, Mark? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I didn't watch that much the, the, the uh-huh. Olympic Games, didn't yeah. have the time. Um, but I was impressed how the, the curling, how... how Famous was yeah. this this Winter Olympic the Games. The underdog yeah. story. Yeah. yeah. And all of the memes that came up. Yeah. Oh, we got to tip our hat to the opening and closing mm-hmm. ceremonies, too, right? Yeah. I mean, the drones. I keep going on and on about The drones this. were amazing. Yeah, yeah. That, that is, is a uh, sign of the future. What can be done in the future? <laughs> yeah, that drones? was a news in Mexico, actually. Was yeah. it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So one of the big aspects of these Olympic Games has been transport. Some people have complained a little bit. Some people have praised the transport. Some people have been courageous enough to 
try to drive out to the Pyeongchang venues themselves. And so we were inspired to ask you guys uh, about transport and driving and getting from point A to point B, because that's kind of baked into the national character and the national personality of many cultures. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's, um, mm-hmm. let's start by getting Marco and Anne in trouble here. What do you think of <laughs> Korean driving? Uh, it's very complicated. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's because the driving license examination is uh, very easy in comparison to how it is in Spain. Okay. Um, for example, in Spain, uh, it's very. It takes very long. It took me like six months to to get my license, and mm-hmm. it's also very expensive. And there's like the the theory part, the written test. The, then you have to pay a lot of examination fees and take classes, and then you you do the exam. Mm-hmm. But it's very complicated. Like, and I have seen here that the examination is done in a closed circuit, mm-hmm. and then you have only one type of parking. Yeah, and then you're a newly minted driver, right? Yes. <laughs> Marco, is, is your country's system, Mexico, based on well, the Spanish system? I have to say that before we start, in Mexico, I, I, took my, I got my driver license like 20 years ago, 25 years ago. And in those days in Mexico, it was very, very easy to get one. I heard that now it's more serious thing, but those days you just pay for it. No examination at all, not... not driving exam, no test exam, nothing. You just pay for it and you got your license. And also I was 16 years old when I got my pre-license. So it was very easy to drive in Mexico. And so for me, Korea uh, examination is uh, is difficult. It's, okay. Uh, You've both skillfully avoided the question of what you think of Korean driving. No, That's I, I'm the honest. system of getting a license. Yeah, yeah. But no. what, what, what do you think of the actual driving as you I think encounter we, it? I, I have been driving for in many countries, uh, in three different continents, and I think Mexico is the worst. Ah. And for me, driving in Seoul is very easy. Okay. I, I think people, did, normally people respect the rules, uh, most of them at least, um, is the the system uh, traffic is not that heavy? It is heavy in rush hour, but not compared to Mexico. It's very easy. Yeah, uh, you get from one point to B point very easy. Um, the v- GPS heroes are very helpful, and yeah, you have like two or three different options. Mm-hmm. The, the only bad thing maybe is sometimes sometimes drivers like taxi drivers. Taxi, oh, I, I mean, I, I I tend to think the taxi drivers. The bus drivers. Bus drivers also. And uh, even the subway drivers, Mm -hmm. quite frankly, Mm -hmm. in the starting and stuff. Here's my theory, and you guys see if you you, you like it. I think a lot of men, because of the mandatory military system, Mm -hmm. maybe they do sort of their driving in an army kind of way. You know, it's like (laughs) sort of uh, (laughs) aggressive driving. You know, start fast, brake fast, lurch to the left, lurch to the right. You know, you get on a bus and it it can feel like a thrill ride. Yeah, you feel like like you're in a... In Mexico, we have a a saying that, that when someone is driving that fast without considering the people in the back because uh-huh. the people in the back suffers you know like <laughs> jumping one side from another it's like the tail of yeah, the so snake you, yeah, you, we're not animals you know like we have to say that because <laughs> we forgot sometimes the driver forgot that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and the drivers in the buses the drivers are in this beautiful shock absorbing yeah. seat you know <laughs> yeah. they're comfy so it doesn't matter whether yeah. you're um, yeah it's it's vigorous driving yeah. it's vigorous driving are you a good driver Hannah? well I, yes <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> well, how do you define good driving 
Well, I respect rules and and I I I I haven't hit any cars. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just just once in Mexico, and it was it wasn't my fault. Yeah. And the the other driver just just disappeared. So it wasn't my fault. Yeah. And actually, Hannah Hannah learned how to drive in Mexico, which makes a big difference. In Mexico. Uh, even yeah, though I we don't have a drive, like, yeah. on the road. Exactly. So. It's very aggressive. Driving in Mexico mm-hmm. City is very aggressive. So you have to have a lot of reflex, very fast reactions. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because you never know when the other car is going to stop or going to go into your way. or mm. we, like It's very aggressive. You learn to drive very good. Yeah, you have yeah. to be very careful. Like looking around time, always yeah. and very... I don't know, very careful. Defensively. You drive defensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you yeah. know, you, you always assume that somebody's going to do something a little nutty. Exactly. So you're, you're on the guard for it. All the time. Yeah. And, like, you're doing that all the time. It, it becomes like an instinct. Instinct. So now you drive very careful all the time or very, not carefully, very defensively. That's, mm-hmm. that's the word. That was a slogan in the U.S. for about mm-hmm. 10 years. Drive defensively, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, are you a good driver, Hunter? No, actually, I don't have driver license. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're just taking you're completely out of the equation. <laughs> yes, but, but I think it's very custom in my family because my dad, my dad, my father, that doesn't drive either. Mm-hmm. So just my mom drive, and I, actually, I don't still. I think that I don't need the driver license because I can go wherever by mm-hmm. public. Transportation. Yeah. There's some article that came out in the last uh, uh, day or two. If I can find it, I'll put it out on our Facebook. But it was uh, an international website or article really picking apart the Korean driving style. Mm. And the bottom line of the article was that if there's an open space, the drivers in Korea are going to take it, you know, mm-hmm. and forget about, you know, smoothness or anything like that. They're going to take the opportunity. I find that to be very true in pedestrian and walking mm-hmm. culture mm-hmm. as well. You know, um, there seems to me to be very little rhyme and reason. If you go to the U.S., one of the big differences between Korea and the U.S. is driving style. Um, mm-hmm. it, the U.S. teaches, generally speaking, drivers to be smooth. You know, mm-hmm. you, you brake smoothly, you start smoothly, you know, you're not lurching around. And if you go, like, to the Midwest of the U.S., it's almost ridiculous how polite and courteous yeah, they, yeah. you know if they see you approaching an intersection from 20 feet away they'll already start stopping so that you can cross you yeah, yeah yeah it's uh, the same as in Canada I drive in Canada it was <laughs> yeah. ridiculous similar yeah, Canada yeah, yeah. Oh, are you about to cross there yeah. okay I'm gonna break yeah. they almost say please please go go <laughs> yeah amazing yeah in Mexico it's completely the other way around what's the Spanish driving style I think it's more similar to the US style and the Canada style it's mm-hmm. smoother and because because of the rules I think there are a lot of fines if you do like uh, improper moves or if if you don't let other people, for example, if you're on a crossroads, if you don't let other people go first, you have to pay a lot of fines. So, yeah. and also I think it's because when you get a driver license, you get uh, some points. Uh-huh. It's a point based system. Mm. So if you do like improper movements, you you lose those points, and if you lose them all, you lose your you lose your license. And licenses are very expensive, I heard. Yeah, mine took around uh, 2,500 euros. Wow. That's, wow. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's why so many Europeans come to the U.S. and mm-hmm. get their license and then just mm-hmm. do an international driver's license. Yes. Because it's really prohibitive. It's interesting. One of the Korean behaviors, too, is like pulling up on a busy street mm-hmm. next to like a coffee shop or something, putting on your live blinker lights. Mm-hmm. And going in and getting a coffee yeah, while your car sits there. 
how easy is to park here in the street not park stop in yeah. the street everyone <laughs> just live park yeah, yeah. It's, it's, in Mexico you never do that that's one of the things you really never do yeah that. you never you never leave the car like that well for, for start it will be robbed mm -hmm. that's for sure and second somebody else will hit you or something like that hit you yeah. or whatever yeah. or, or police will be on you in, yeah, a, in a heartbeat will, yeah yeah because they will you know give they need the money mm, so there's almost this unspoken thing like mm. if as long as you make it fast mm -hmm. you yeah. can leave your car and you know cut the what that kind yeah, of thing exactly um i spoke to a friend who was here for the olympics and he went to the various stuff and i want to talk to you guys about pedestrian sort of foot transportation mm -hmm. around because mm. he said The Koreans are wonderful. They've, they've been fantastic. They've done a great job with these games. But I don't understand um, all of the pushing and shoving <laughs> and, and cutting off and stuff like this. And I think that's one of the hardest things for a, a Westerner, perhaps, yes. to get used to is, um, you know, the Koreans don't hate you. They're, mm -hmm. they're not mad at you. But they have a different idea, generally speaking, mm -hmm. of uh, personal space. And how you can get from point A to point B. Would you guys agree with that as Koreans or am I being unfair? Well, I think the old people, old people are more difficult. Yeah. But young people are just... Evolving. They are very kind, I yeah. think. No, they are, they, but still... Yeah, no, I don't agree completely <laughs> with that. Well, it depends. Depends. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one thing you... I, I believe this is probably true in Mexico and in mm -hmm. Spain as well. You grow up with the sense you are kind of taught that there's about a foot maybe a foot and a half mm -hmm. of invisible personal bubble space around yes. you that's your mm -hmm. space okay unless somebody is in love with you or starting a fight nobody comes in that space yeah that and um in korea or asia east asia people are in that space all the time yeah and they think nothing of it it's just mm -hmm. a slightly different borderline i think that that actually that doesn't bother me that much as for example in mexico if you're walking And you have to stop, or you have to turn right, even walking. Somehow you turn around to see if someone is coming in the back. Oh. So you don't disturb. Right. You, know, like, <laughs> yeah. you cannot stop like that just right, right away. Or at the top of this escalator yeah, that yeah. I'm getting off, maybe now's a great time to check my phone. Yeah, exactly. But I was also amazed that people do that here. And the person who's behind, they, have to, they stop and they turn around. But they don't get bothered. They, they yeah. don't bother them. That's, That's it's the yeah. rules of the road yeah. when you're on two feet are so different. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in, it's it's a whole different etiquette. In, in. And here I am in Asia. What ten, fifteen years later, and it's still, I still flinch a little yeah, bit. I'm yeah. like, it's okay. They, they're, they're not <laughs> mad at you. They don't hate. Yeah, you. yeah. It's not it's not against me. It's, like, it's not against. They do that with everyone. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, This yeah, is a culture. Yeah. All right. So that's that's my nitpick about Korea. Now I can shower Korea with praise over uh, public transport. It just destroys mm -hmm. the United States in terms of trains, buses, subways. I think it destroys almost every country. It's amazing, the transportation in Korea. But before we move to the good part, let's, I want to say about motorcycles in Korea are very... Well, at least... On the sidewalk? Yeah. yeah that, that's, I don't understand that part. It's, that's for, uh, you know, pedal. Yeah, in Mexico, even in Mexico, that's very aggressive. You never see a motorcycle in the pathway. It's in the... In, in the Is, yeah. You have always in the street, and they have they they are like cars. They have to respect the same rules of course, as a car. Yeah, yeah. And here, apparently, motorcycles have their own. No, country they're not proper. Like they're not huge motorcycles. They're scooters, basically, right? And they have sort of rules of their own, I mm. guess. But yeah, still. But that the, yeah, scooters mm. on the sidewalks mm. that can be um, 
a little bit uh, disconcerting. I will say, as a cyclist in in Korea, as long as you're sort of assertive on the road, the cars are pretty nice to you. They're not uh, harassing or anything like that. Other people's mileage may vary on that. But uh, yeah, motorcycles or scooters on the sidewalk is one of those things that people still complain about. Mm. But public transport, come on. Well, it's uh, amazing. You got yourself Mm. one of those uh, stored value card passes and you are... You, you don't need a car. I've been here, mm-hmm. what, 10 years? I haven't felt mm-hmm. the slightest need for a car. Yeah, I agree completely. The public transportation is amazing. You don't need a car. It actually has a lot of benefits compared with the car, mm-hmm. except when you have kids. With the kids yeah, yeah, when you've got kids, kids yeah. and when you've got to do humongous shoppings and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, yeah. Hanso, you, you, you yourself said you uh, don't have a license, and it kind of runs in your family not to get uh, a license. Yeah. Um, Are you going to stick with that through through your life and through your marriage with Anne, or is Anne going to pressure you? Hansa, we got to go to the store and buy two weeks of groceries. Yeah, maybe I will get driver license and more the future. I think when when I when we have a baby child, there you go. Yes, yeah. I, I will need the get the Anne and Hansa family van or something like that yeah. <laughs> SUV. So you can yeah. fill it with groceries, go on trips, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, that sounds good. Do you think, Hwan Sook, you'll have a good temperament as a driver? Some people are in, in inherently a little angry. Ah, uh, yes. Real. But I, I don't think I'm not good driver. I will not good driver. So You think you will not be? Yeah, a- I, will be, I, I will be very aggressive. Aggressive? Wow. Very, aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very angry at <laughs> the moment, Yeah, I think. And who'll do the driving? Will it be Han Sok mainly? No, it will be me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who does the driving in the Marco Hanna equation? Marco, of course. Marco, because when we drive, when we when we go with with our kids, Marco. Does I still, it. when I, we were because alone, I, we I still drive. I get scared because of the kids. Because if I'm alone, it it doesn't matter because it's only me. If I have an accident, it's just only me. But with the kids, it's very difficult. Yeah, I I get very ner- nervous. So what she wants to say is I drive b- better. No, <laughs> well he has more experience, of course. But it's driving has become more and more foolproof. I mean, I it's been a long, long time since I drove consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're talking the nineties here, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and uh, I'm always amazed. <laughs> I, I sit in cars and I'm always amazed at what they have in terms of technology now. Yeah, like yeah, the first yeah. time I saw. The little TV screen mm-hmm. that shows you backing up. You don't even have to look in the mirror anymore. Mm-hmm. You just watch that little screen, yeah. and it'll beep. You know, beep, 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 beep. You know, how, 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 we have this discussion because I learned how to drive in Mexico. In Mexico, the cars have no this technology at all. So when we're parking, and this camera appears, and then telling you exactly how you're going, I never see that camera. You know, I'm just watching the the, the mirrors, and I said, why why do you not watching the cameras? I cannot do that. I I don't trust a camera. Right. I'm a very low tech. Mm, yeah, you know, exactly. I look in the mirrors mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. That's because I'm a dinosaur. You know, that's yeah, when too, I was maybe. forged. Mm-hmm. My my driving skills were forged back then. <laughs> I mean, and I just get amazed at the navvies and the you know the oh you just missed that turn. Yeah. Here, I'll recalibrate for you. <laughs> uh, you don't you don't have to know where you're going anymore. I mean, that's, half of my driving a problem, life is just, actually right. Yeah, because the, now the GPS tells you exactly how to get to another place. So you never learn how to. Driving the street, you know the streets. You don't know the streets. My brother-in-law, 
he's a Korean and, and I know the city better than him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, are, you have to internalize mm. the knowledge. I mean, half of my driving life was spent getting out of the car and going in the gas station mm. and going now. Yeah. How do I get to this place? And you, people don't have to do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Han Sok, your generation has it very easy when it comes to driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope. You'll get a Navi, right? Will you, will you rely on the Navi? Uh, navigation? Yes. Yeah. Uh, navigation. And I, I want the, the sometimes the, to automatic the drive. The, yeah. The car will automatic drive and park. <laughs> I, I'm waiting. In the well, that's maybe. right. It's not too far away. I mm. think all of this stuff about learning to drive mm-hmm. may become obsolete. You'll just say, hey, mm. car. Hey, Hyundai, please, yeah. uh, you know, and stop for gas when you need to or electric <laughs> or stop for your electric charge. Yeah, good point. And like the, what are we, five people, we could all sit in the car and just mm. talk all the way to Busan. Nobody mm. driving. Yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah, I, I'm waiting this. Do you guys, <laughs> do you feel comfortable about that? Because a lot of people, I would say not necessarily my generation, but one or two generations older than me feel extremely uncomfortable about the idea of autonomous uh, mm. self-driving mm. cars. How do you feel? Well, I don't trust it because in Spain, for example, um, talking about technology and that, uh, all of the automatic parking or the cameras and all of techy stuff hasn't mm. break too much into the Spanish market because okay. in Spain, I think that if you use like manual, no, automatic brakes and also if you use this kind of technology, you are not considered a real driver. Oh, uh, oh yeah. That makes sense. You you are ready to embrace self-driving cars, Hannah? Well, well, I would prefer like the analog style. I I would Meaning prefer drive like it. drive a uh-huh, drive my car because it's kind of fun. Well, mm-hmm. I I sometimes enjoy enjoy it. Yeah. So yeah, I would like that. I think all the 12-year-olds out there are hearing this and going, oh, that is so drive. I can just punch in the, uh, the yeah. destination mm-hmm. into my map application. The car will get me there. I don't even like the automatic cars. I drive I, I, I standard. Yeah. The gears oh, those from, are going yeah, away, those too. The gears. Standard yeah. is so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give, me a, give me an old-fashioned standard yeah, with yeah, nothing but yeah, an yeah. FM radio in yeah. there. And uh, we're, we're set. Yeah. If I told my mom, mom... I'm going to put you in a self-driving car and it's going to take you there. She'd look at me like I'd just come in from Mars. Well, guys, I think we've reached the end of our time. It's been fun talking about the difference in driving styles in your different countries. And uh, we'll figure out something to talk about next week. I'll see you then. Thank Thank you. Thank you.